welcome to the Conscious Coaches on the Mission, the podcast where we take super inspiring and profitable mindset, energetics, and online business strategy and get it into the hands of the most heart-centered people like you, creating mission-driven, soul-aligned businesses. I'm your host, Eugenia Oganova. I am a Clairvoyant seven-figure business strategist, personal transformation expert, and a messaging energetics coach with over 20 years of experience. I'm the owner and CEO of TranscensionGate.com and the creator of the Conscious Future Method. I'm also a best-selling author of three books, and I've been featured in over 100 publications, specializing in helping spiritual coaches and healers sustainably scale into multiple six and seven figures without forcing themselves to work harder by weaving masculine business strategy to feminine quantum energetics and customizing with their unique soul design and mission. Twice per week, in my 20-minute conversations, I'll be celebrating one lucky conscious entrepreneur on a unique mission, their expertise, business growth, leadership, and contribution to human awakening. Stick around to the end of the show. In 20 minutes, I'll reveal how you can be my next guest. Let's do it. Our today's guest is Tracy Whitted. She is intuitive guide. She's a channeler. She is a spiritual mediator and an author. She's an energy healer. You will love her. We already started our chat before we click record. And oh my God, this is going to be fun. So welcome, Tracy. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be oh, here. I'm so glad you're here. So let's start by talking about what is this unique thing that you do within your process with your clients? Because I have read in your materials and you all can see it in her um, show notes in here for this episode. She does something called transmosis healing. And it's a specific thing that um, Tracy came up with and that kind of is unique to her process. So let's start there. Transmosis is a, a word that was divinely appointed to me, I suppose, because one day I was working with a client and I was just doing Reiki with her and I heard the word transmosis and I had a little whiteboard behind me. So I wrote it down really quick so I wouldn't forget because you get in this in the groove, you know, in the session. And um, I asked everybody, what does transmosis mean? And nobody could tell me any channelers, anybody that could maybe tap in and tell me what it means. So I did my own research and I looked up trans for like transformation, transmutation, all of that, you know, it's like crossing over a barrier kind of a thing. And then osmosis, you know, transmosis. And what I remember, I'm not a scientist, but osmosis is like a lighter solution crosses over this membrane, it can kind of like get sucked over to the stronger solution. So transmosis, nobody could tell me. So I finally just asked spirit myself. And what I heard, and I don't talk like this, but I heard that transmosis is, I got to read it so I don't mess it up. Transmosis is an unconscious transfer and assimilation of higher energies to raise the recipient's energy to equal source energy. Oh, so that sounds you... so awesome. And this is the things because you know when people say learning by osmosis, it's like you just like sit next to a teacher or next to a book and then somehow you start to vibrate as it. So that's like a chemical process, but now taken to the psychology and this is like taken into energetics. This is so awesome. Yeah. So it was like 10 or 15 years ago and I just kind of like it bookmarked, you know, 
And I, I love energy work. I love energy work. I've, I've always worked in corporate America, like 45 years of corporate America work. But then on the side, I would take Reiki or I would do access consciousness or heal healing. Um, what's it called? The nurses do it. Healing touch. Um, all of it. I just, anything that's energy, I love it. So instead of calling myself a junkie, my husband told me to call myself an advocate. I'm an energy advocate. <laughs> so now what's happening for me that I have left corporate America, um, it's only been about a year and a half that I decided to concentrate and do this full time. So what's been happening is like, it's, it's my gift of clairaudience and clairvoyance, really more clairsentient. Um, I have whatever I took, whatever I hear and whatever I see on the inner is what I share with someone. And why is that important? Well, what I've learned is that it's alchemical. It's like my consciousness shares. It's not even me, by the way. I'm just a mediator, a facilitator. I'm I'm a ventriloquist for the divine. <laughs> I just bring through what I hear and I see. But before we do that, I call in the client's highest and greatest good. And it's for yourself as well as for all concerned, because, right, we're all one. So I call in the information and I actually go up and get it. I don't think I channel. I think I go up and get the information that's for your highest and greatest good. So then I just share what I hear and I see. And it's like spiritual hygiene. It's like spiritual, not anatomy. Yeah, spiritual anatomy. Because, yeah, we're just clearing out systems in all of our energetic bodies, whether it's a nervous system endocrine system, chakra system, and they're all connected. And then your field and all of that. So I don't want to get into too much of that, but I share what I hear and I see, and there's something alchemical that happens. Like when you were a kid and maybe someone read you a story, something about that part of you where you see and hear what you're being told or listening to is where the action is. That's my, that's what I think is the fulcrum of it all. It just sort of, I, it, I'm mysterious to myself. I don't know how I do what I do. It must have come from a past life because this seems like ancient healing. It seems very simple and I'd like to teach it to others. But the beautiful thing for me, if I could brag for one second, is that people have told me that the sessions are life-changing and it's like, really? Thank you for telling me because I don't know. I just show up. I ask the guides of 100% true divine light, what is in your highest and greatest good? And then I share what I hear and I see. And wow, people go on these soul journeys and travel. And I have a clairvoyant friend and she told me, she was a client once and she said, everything that I'm saying is happening. So that was like confirmation for me. I guess I just needed to have validation. I I really wanted it because I'm just doing what I showed up to do. And it's taken many years to develop this. So people tell me what they want to work on physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. And then I've worked with people like at, at fairs and things. And they go, oh, I don't care. Whatever spirit wants me to know. And it's like, no, I really want to give you what you need. So I created a map, anything that needs to be cleared on any level, layer, timeline, dimension. I kind of tune in prior to the session and I ask what's in your highest and greatest good. And then I get information. So we kind of compare notes. And then sometimes when the session starts, all that goes out the window and they have something else in mind. So it's really fun. I love it. It gives me so much energy. But so that's transmosis. It's just I share what I hear and I see. And we connect to 100% pure divine light and magic. I don't even want to call it magic. It's sacred. 
stuff happens and energies leave that no longer serve you so that you can be more potentized. And I do ask to be the exact right potency for the person's highest and greatest good, because just like in homeopathy, you don't want to miss vibrationally. You want to connect and really serve the person. And that's what I, I aim to do. So that's what I do. <laughs> yeah. And I think the correct frequency here is so important because if you serve as the point of reference, which sounds like what you do by embodying this within yourself and holding that charge, you then vibrating that out with whatever words that come through, right? So then your client is able to sort of take it in as the magic potion to vibrate themselves. And then their human personality probably extrapolates from that into, you know, their own life, right? Yes. Yes. And it's something that takes quite a while to integrate. It's not like wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. And I do it. It's, it's really, there's a lot of self-responsibility with people. And I think that anyone that's listening to this probably is already there. They're self-empowered. They want to do the next thing. You know, it's just a matter of allowing the energy to infiltrate you in a sense. It's almost like an inoculation mm -hmm. of energetics. And sometimes it lasts good. You know, I, I complain, I had a women's group and I was like, I kind of complained. I go, well, if it's so great, how come people don't come back? And my friend said, Tracy, it was eight months ago that you worked with me and I'm still integrating that. And I'm like, really? I don't know this. Thank you for telling me. So it does take a while and it's just up to the person. I don't like, hey, come on back. It's like whenever you need it and want it and the right people show up, which is such a divine gift for me. I love and what would you say would be the correct sort of person, like the right person to show up? Like who would be the type of a client that you would be in resonance with? Really high consciousness, high frequency individuals, teachers, healers, um, people, you know, um, people who have trauma, all of us have wounds and disconnects, but usually I'll tell you the truth for me, the most fun is working with high vibrational people because mm -hmm. it's, it's the recipient's consciousness that takes us where we go. So that is just so fun for me. I mean, I, I work with healers, chiropractors, moms, teenagers, people that are open and ready and willing. Some people just hear the word transmosis and they know they want to have a session. So it's it's pretty fascinating how all that works. But it's usually high level beings who have done a lot of inner work, who are interested in removing anything that, see, this work is unconscious and unseen. You know, it's invisible. And that's where all the juice is, all in the inner realm. So people that get that, really resonate with it. It's an advanced individual that I like to work with and that does that likes to work with me or people that really have a pattern that's ingrained that want to come back. So it's usually high frequency beings that are conscious and aware. Yeah. And when somebody works with you, do you um, open up consciously bringing a specific being or a guide or something, or are you connecting more to the universal intelligence field out there or Akashic records or whatever we want to call that and bring that data sort of through you to then use your words to explain that? We call in 100% pure divine light. I'm not specific about calling in Buddha, Jesus, Kuan Yin, you know, the great white brotherhood, any of this, because that's what I used to do. I used to work with St. Germain and do all this work. And the first time I had a clearing session, my teacher called in my guides of 100% pure divine light. And she paused like for a really long time. And I'm like, what's going on? And she said, oh, there's a changing of the guard. 
I'm like, really? <laughs> I thought I was working with high vibe, you know, ascended masters, angels, and that kind of a thing. So now I call in 100% pure divine light. And it could be power animals in that broad brush stroke is power animals, totems, ascended masters, archangels, all of it. It's it's whoever works with you. So I call in your guides of 100% pure divine light. Then I call in my guides of 100% pure divine light. And then we ask, we consecrate the session and we ask for your highest and greatest good for yourself and for all concerned. So that's kind of like a generic opening, but it pulls in the exact right beings that need to show up at that moment, at that appointed time for you. I I pretty much can connect with anything. A tree, a horse. One day I was riding my bike <laughs> in Colorado. I'm riding down the highway on the shoulder. We're going to Lyons, Colorado from Longmont, Colorado. And I looked over at these horses in a field and I go, good morning. And then I hear, morning. I'm like, what? <laughs> now I freak myself out. <laughs> Oh, this is so great. <laughs> I don't know how I do what I do. And I obviously must have done some previous work in, in my, I'm very blessed. I feel very gracious to, to honor this work and to support people on their spiritual path. I mean, gosh, so many people I find with this work, they've had so many traumatic experiences, abuses, uh, sexual abuse, physical abuse, mental abuse. And then I clear the ancestors. I don't do it. But again, I'm the, the one voice, the ventriloquist for everybody. It's like your guys, my guys, we get together, we do lunch. <laughs> and we just talk about everything that you need at that not at that time, at that moment. So I just, I just, I just show up. And it's a real test of my inner nature to trust too. You know, it's I like, was just going to say that that work requires a lot of trust because you don't always know what's going to come out of your mouth. And you, uh, I had to learn the same thing doing this work for 25 years is that like when somebody's in front of me, there is a reason for it. And somehow something magical will come out of it. And I just had to trust. So I'm sure you had to do the same thing. And that's, that's a difficult lesson. <laughs> yeah, it's an art for sure. And I think Candidly speaking, that is also why I created my map, my energetic map. Like, what does this person need? So I at least would have that to fall back on if there was nothing coming in. But truth, it's always come in. As a matter of fact, so much comes through so fast sometimes. And I want to say that I record the sessions because I send the client or the recipient an audio recording because I really want that person just to relax, just to receive and be in the moment and see what they get in the moment. And then they can go back and listen to the recording if they choose to. And people tell me it goes deeper um, and they hear it different. So mm -hmm. I try and do everything I can to make the person feel as safe and confident and secure to open themselves up to receive. And it is quite interesting when someone has armor, like they're protecting themselves eventually, eventually we get in there <laughs> and then you can see like a tear coming out or whatever. And I don't know what's going on. It's not my business. I just show up and share the sacred transmosis session. It's a transmission and just allow them to receive it. 
And then I curiously wonder, I have a Gemini ascendant. So like, I curiously wonder, did that work? <laughs> did they receive what they needed? You know? And then people started writing to me and saying, oh my God, that was life-changing. Thank you. I get it. I am love. I am that. So it's almost like we return people to remember who and what they truly are. Um, yeah. And I think a lot of that, if it's done through just mental information, which there's so much of that in books and all sorts of stuff on the internet about how we're all love and light and we're divine beings having human experience. And a lot of people read that, but there are so many preconceived ideas that are masking the pathway into that next level of perception you know even like what you were saying with the guides like somebody might have a religious filter or a filter on what let's say specific like buddha or specific being means to them or saint germain and then because of that they actually limiting something that could come through so um, I very much agree with you on that releasing these types of limitations, the perceptional kind of stories and getting through to the subconscious part of us. That's the part that is actually able to experience something versus your mind, because people sometimes say like, yeah, I know that. Yeah, I read that. And that's like, yeah, but you didn't embody that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's very tender. It's very tender work because people will share you know, we'll talk about what they put on their list, physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, like, oh, I got it. I'm good. I don't need any help with the mental, even though, you know, there might be something that they're blind spotted. What is that called? A blind spot. They don't see it. And I'm not there to point it out, but the guides gently share. It's almost like hearing a story. They'll share the guides, uh, what, how it comes through me. And I do my best to be as pure as possible. You know, I, I, uh, a soul alignment, you know, just aligned to show up to be that vehicle. And I really realize now that I am a vehicle. The work is working me. So when I work with someone, it goes really deep. It's it's um it's quantum, it's unconscious, it's there's so many words that I could say that that might limit it, but it's really soul work. It's really designed for you in that moment, what you want to work with. And you know, Sometimes people want to connect with their father who had just passed away. So sometimes the father will come in and then we can converse and share. And this huge healing happens for that individual because they got to hear their father's voice through me, but the message is really clear and there's just a resolve. You know, we restore, reset, regenerate, recalibrate and integrate on all of these levels. And then I wanted to talk about the dark for a second because the dark exists. You know, we have light and dark, but the dark is just that. And it's part of the light. So light is at level 10 and dark is nine to one. So we just, it never reaches 10. So I use light. They use light. Uh, violet light, deep purple light, transmuting light, gold light to fill the vacuum of what we cleared out. And ancestors, my gosh, so many times we are acting out what our ancestors trauma, you know, it's like those energies get stuck in the past and they think it's still happening. So we gently release all of those and we don't go into the story. We just release everything that needs to go to free up not only those energies, but for the recipient that's in the DNA receiving bucket, if you will. Mm -hmm. And it's so cool because there's a timeline and it's not just happening to clear the ancestors. It's clearing forward. If you have, you know, children and future generations, it's, it's quite quantum. It's, it's really cool. <laughs> I have to say. 
Well, and the generational healing is such an important thing currently on the planet because there's so much of that karmic baggage that been carried over genetically and spiritually through generations that um, we are now coming to the place when each individual has an opportunity to be the last one in a line that carries that, which puts you right in line with this whole planetary sort of human collective adjustment and it's interesting you brought up the dark because that was literally my next question I was just (laughs) going like as you were talking and I kept thinking like yeah and she works with the light but there's the the shadow work the dark side and how those two are the shadow has to be respected in order to be dealt with you can't just ignore it and say it doesn't exist because I'm all love and light right like the other (laughs) side has to be there and then you went into this whole explanation of it that is so perfect because we're obviously connected to the same thing that we're channeling definitely in sync and sometimes we have energies that finally manifest in our body and our physical body but it really generated maybe way back in the soul body the etheric the mental the causal the astral you know it's it's um it's in a nervous system or it's in a endocrine system. I mean, it could be on anything, but the majority of time it's in those three systems on all of those bodies. It could be in our field. I just receive where it could possibly be. And then we just use the light to clean it up, clean, clear, cleanse, heal, harmonize, and balance. You know, exactly. And it's just more apparent for people when it hits their everyday life. And usually it's the material plane. So it's the body or it's trying to manifest something and not having it happen like cycles of some repetitive thing that's not working. But um, those usually just the triggers to show you that something has happened way before that point. (laughs) Yes, yes, definitely. Yeah, because we act out some sometimes we even in our life, this life, not even from our DNA, you know, we're <clears throat> we are energetically acting out or behaving in a certain way. And it's not even our energy. You know, we just need to clean it up and return it to sender with love and consciousness. <laughs> oh, totally. This this is like what I do is soul design. And that's exactly the, the layers of conditioning. And part of the work is not so much like, oh, what's my magical purpose? It's like your purpose is already in you, but let's shed the layers of not you <laughs> to find you in there, which is yeah. exactly what you're saying. Yeah. So you can shine, you can be mm-hmm. potent, you can be what you, you can clear up the stuff that like, I, I kind of feel it like shackles or energetic anchors or weights, you know, it's just holding us back a little bit. And and sometimes just a nice etheric clearing transmosis session, just can relieve you of all of that and return you to connect to yourself, love yourself, remember that you're love, remember that you're God also, God goddess also. Um, we forget because we get entrained with the outer world and the action, at least for me, and I think for all of us, is in the inner realms. There's so much there. It's a multidimensional body balancing. I mean, that's key is just yeah. to spiritually hygiene, just clear ourselves out anatomically (laughs) on whatever level, layer, timeline, (laughs) or dimension. Yeah. Yeah. And I like how you're bringing this back to them feeling good about themselves, like this whole energetic, like it's not let's say like your fault, you should feel bad that you have, I don't know, karmic patterns or that you've taken on somebody else's programming. Like this is actually part of being human and growing through the process, right? Right. Exactly. And 
I don't want to clear anyone's karma and I don't even know if I can, but I don't want to interfere either. And that's why I just call in 100% pure divine light and we ask for your highest and greatest good because there could be a lesson that you chose to act out, receive, get, you know, learn from and move on. And who am I or anyone else to take that away from you? Because that's your divine right. You know, we came in with a divine blueprint, but then we've all done a lot of work. And as we've done all that work, I think we've increased our um, our blueprint. You know, we're like 2.0 now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is so true. And this is cool about the karmic thing that you just said, because um, like the way I define karma is that it's not something you've done wrong and needs to be fixed or somebody needs to clear up, but something that you haven't finished learning. So it dragged over from previous life into this one. And now you have to deal with it and learn the lesson. But there is wisdom and power and amazing, glorious gifts within that. So you kind of never want to have somebody take away your karma. You want to transcend it in a sense. And yes. it sounds like you have a similar definition of karma, which I think is way more consciously beneficial than the way majority of people think of karma. Right. I, there's a law of no interference and I, I abide by that. Um, yeah, I just share what I hear and I see. And if I'm hearing and seeing something, then it's obviously the exact right moment for that to be revealed. Absolutely. So for you, what is a personal lesson that you had to learn to get you to this work to claim that, okay, that's what I am. I'm going to do this energy thing and actually be that person because you coming out of corporate, that's a very, very different life. Right. Well, I've, okay. I said I had a Gemini ascendant and maybe that's the split thing, but um, during the day I'd be wife, mother, householder path, you know, worker, whether it's a startup or quality prison healthcare, I mean, you name it, I've kind of experienced it and I can fit into those groups and I can be that round peg into a square hole, but I don't like it and it's not comfortable. And I came to the point in my life now in the last third of my life that I don't want to do that for others anymore. I want to be true to myself. I want to practice what I know to be true for me. And the work, the work has been working me. It's almost like if I look back in hindsight, everything I've ever done, everything that I've ever experienced, whether it was sexual abuse, emotional abuse, mental abuse, um, all of my patterns would be more like, I don't belong. I'm not good enough. You guys all know what you're doing and I don't. I mean, that is like really sad when I think about that. And so as I've learned to incorporate and allow myself to receive and feel self-love and be really kind to myself. Uh, kindness is huge. You know, I grew up on the East Coast, Washington, D.C., walk with me, talk with me, all of that stuff. And then, you know, migrated West to Colorado. And now I'm in Santa Fe, New Mexico. And it's like, oh, my God, everything's mignana here. It's all slow. And it's like, I just need to chill out. I need to stop my nervous system from, from being frenetic, from being sympathetic on all the time. I got to do this. I got to do that. So what's happening for me is I'm actually surrendering and I don't do that very well, but I'm surrendering to what's before me. And I'm learning how to share that and just be okay with what's happening. So transmosis healing has worked me. And I think I have a very mysterious consciousness that I 
I fully don't understand, but yet I can relate almost to anything and anyone because of all of the stuff that I experienced has taught me that I don't have to experience that anymore and that I can choose. I can choose again and I can be confident and I can know that I know what I know and things like that. So all the teachings, all the work that I've done have brought me to this moment of humility and the ability to offer. I actually said, yes, finally. I said, okay, I'll do it. (laughs) And it's just a matter of agreeing and doing what I came here to do and being clear about that and then just staying in my lane. And just allowing it to come to me as it's supposed to energetically. Oh, this is so great. And this is a huge lesson too. And I think that this is also a great example for people to know that when we choose a coach or a mentor, we want to make sure that that person has done her work because they're not just telling you something they read in a book. They're telling you something that they've lived, experienced, and grown through. So this journey that you're describing, this is like kindness is one of my highest values too, because I believe any lesson could be taught, any truth could be said, no matter how much somebody does not want to hear it, if it's said with kindness, because there is no reason for us to hurt ourselves just to deliver the message. And that's in a sense, what's been happening in your life, right? Like your soul's been teaching you the lesson with kindness. And now you're learning to sort of chill out a bit (laughs) and go with the flow. And so you can teach others to do so. I know that I've arrived. I know I've arrived because I feel whole within myself. And then I attracted into my life, my soulmate, a partner, a real partner who's also done all his work. So I just want to tell anybody who's ever gone through divorce or divorce is plural, whatever, that doing your own work is the way and that I have manifested a a fabulous life now. And I didn't consciously do it, but it just happened because I was gifting myself with self-love and inner knowing and clearing out all the stuff that I no longer need. So there's, Mm -hmm. there's hope. And um, I feel like I could be a role model now because I've been through the trenches (laughs) (laughs) and now I'm here. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, how can people find you if they want to find out more about you and maybe working with you and connect to your wisdom? And is there something that you have for them as a free gift that perhaps they can start the journey on? Well, thank you. I have a website, my first and last name, tracywittit.com. I'm an author, so I have a free book on the website. I mean, you can buy it on Amazon, but you can also get it for free on the website, but you'd have to print it if you didn't want to look at it digitally. It's a PDF that you can download. And what this is, this offer is a, um, it's called The Magi Within, Unlocking the Gifts of the Inner Self. It's a workbook. It's fun. And there's a meditation that you can do before each chapter. So it's based on every letter of the alphabet, A through Z. So like A would be awareness, K for kindness, Z, zero point. And there's questions in there that expand the energy so that you can work with yourself and connect with yourself and work with kindness all day. Oh, somebody just cut me off in traffic. Are you going to be... Or are you going to be, oh, they didn't get up in time. You know, (laughs) are you going to be forgiving? You know, that kind of a thing. Oh, that sounds so good. And I'm sure a lot of people would love to uh, dive into that process just to understand a little bit more. And free book is awesome. Like, hey, PDF is a good thing. So 
I'm Tracy Witted at tracywitted.com. This is where you can find all the information. You can find the free gift. Also, all her links are in the show notes. So go check her out. She's an awesome person who's I'm pretty sure is not human. (laughs) 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 So this is part of her journey. And I I'm very glad to have this conversation with a fellow alien. So (laughs) uh, this is great. Thank you so much, Tracy, for being here. Really fun. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Conscious Coaches on a Mission. If you are a successful coach, mentor, or a healer who would like to be a guest on my podcast, please visit transcensiongate.com slash podcast. Are you the type of person who loves to help? If you got something out of this interview, I would love you to share this episode on the social media. Just take a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Would love for you to shout us out on Facebook and Instagram at Eugenia Oganova. If you know someone who would be a great guest, tag them on the social media and let them know about the show. And please include the hashtag Conscious Coaches on a Mission. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. I'm regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure that you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and the guests. It means a lot. Want to know more? Go to my website, transcensiongate.com, to advance your consciousness and scale your business in a sustainable way using wealth energetics and soul design. And join my Facebook group called High Ticket Clients Energetics for Spiritual Coaches. Thank you so much for being here, and I'll see you next time.